guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors podcast. This is going to be episode 48. I am Nick Beto. I'm Flash. Brandon Wixo. And we've got a newbie. I'm Jacob Robley. I'm Flash's brother. Now you know the drill. Yeah, uh, tell, tell everybody what, what I want to know about him. About what myself. you want them to know about yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. I'm, uh, I'm a pediatric nurse at Sanford. I'm an avid outdoorsman. I love to duck hunt. That's one of my biggest passions. I also do a little bit of deer hunting. I uh, do a little bit of grouse and pheasant hunting. And I really want to get into uh, some turkey hunting this, either in the spring or the fall. Um, North I, Dakota resident or Minnesota? I am now a North Dakota resident. I've been a Minnesota resident all my life, but I switched over. <laughs> Taxes are cheaper. You get cheaper hunting licenses over here. You know, you get to hunt the whole duck season instead of two weeks. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, I like to... We, uh, we mainly hunt Minnesota, though. Just going to throw that in there to make sure everybody knows that we own land down in southern Minnesota. I was going to so. say, now people are going to be just flooding over here, like, I'm going to move to North Dakota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to Well, I, I do have my lifetime license in Minnesota, you know, so it's, I'm kind of double dipping a little bit, but that's, it's fine, you know. For fishing or hunting or... Um, small game license, so it's the combination sportsmen's it's the fishing license and it's a small game and then also i have the lifetime deer hunting license firearm 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 license that's quite the deal i really wish north dakota would do something like that yeah that'd be i I think that would definitely be popular and then i also i'm a eagle scout i kind of throw that in there once in a while you know kind of one of my bigger bigger accomplishments in my in my life so how did it take uh 48 episodes to get you on a podcast Good question. Talk, ask Flash about that. Your brother even calls you Flash? No, this is the first time he's ever done it. <laughs> he's going to be the last. No, he's going to start stick. now. Yeah. yeah, I've tried it before, and he he shuts me down, and he says he's going to swing at me. So swing back. <laughs> he's kind of big. Well, than I they am. can't see this, but he's my older, littler brother. <laughs> yeah, that's really unfortunate. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a he's a nurse, so he knows all the sweet spots that you don't know about. <laughs> Yeah, take you out, then bring you back just to take you out again. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah, with the lifetime licenses, actually, we kind of, kind of won a fishing tournament when we were younger, and so that's kind of how that's Ryan, why. Ryan and I have these Minnesota lifetime license for small game and deer hunting. Because well. of the prize we won, we sold it for a profit, and we bought the licenses with that money. And that's actually the, what the main topic of this episode is going to be about, is talking about these guys and their their uh, tournament endeavors. Um, oh, yeah. Any of you boys got any opinions on this whole Anheuser thing going on? <laughs> oh, I see boy. one, two, I see three bush lights open on the table right now. Well, these were pre-bought before all this bullshit happened, so... Anybody else? There's got to be more. There's Flash? No, come on. Let uh, loose, buddy. It is what it is. I don't... I don't love it, but like, why do they gotta do that? Like, yeah. I'm I'm for it. Like, I I yeah, I don't not, care either like, way. Do whatever you want, but you don't come at me and like, don't come at me and shove it down why, my throat. Why bring politics into beer? No, it doesn't make any sense. So so now, Boston Beer Company. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Twist the teas on. So uh, what what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's playing but, over there. Yeah, he's playing with his food bowl. Must be hungry. He's trying to tell us that it's supper time. Um, so what? What's the switch going to be? I mean, I'm not going to. St- maybe you guys are going to stick with it. I'm not going to stick with it. I'm thinking green belt. 
I'm with you. Grain Belt. Because you, I, I originally thought Coors, but you can't do Coors because they already did it a couple years ago. Right, exactly. They came out with rainbow cans. I I don't know. I might switch to, to whiskey and rum and liquor. It's kind of where I was going with it, too. Yeah, I mean, it, good call. it'll probably die down eventually. It's just the the topic of the week is, you know, what, what they did. And if you want to know what they did, just go take a look at it. You just type in uh, Anheuser-Busch on TikTok or whatever you want, and you'll, you'll find it. We're not going to get into that, but... If Crown could start putting something in a can for uh, the boat, that'd be awesome. They already do. Okay. It's pretty much And I will. Switching. You, you mentioned Coors with the rainbow cans. I'm cool with the rainbow cans. Yeah. But it's the, the extent that they took it to with these new bottles and stuff. I just. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sore subject for now. But we don't we don't have to elaborate too much we'll more. We'll just move on from that. Yeah. Oh, and just a disclaimer. The bush light that was bought before can still be drank without, you know, you don't have to dump it out. I've seen a bunch of rednecks doing that on TikTok. And I'm like, dude, you, you paid for that already. That's, you're hurting yourself. <laughs> that was before they supported that, so. Yeah. Well, it's like everybody burning their car heart. That was, yeah, that was, that was a very a expensive too. bonfire. You don't see that anymore. No, everybody's back to it. It's it's like yeah. car heart prices drop now. It's kind of nice. But Maybe a beer will get even cheaper. I'm that's hoping I'm so. Waiting. That's what I'm waiting for. Discount, baby. <laughs> uh, one of the last episodes that Whisk, Wick, Wick, Wisco, oh Wixo was on, uh, we kind of touched on the National Walleye Tour. And we both kind of said that we had both followed it a little bit here and there. But we were just kind of talking about doing a staying up to date with that tournament. Uh, you can refer back to episode number 44. If you want to hear us, we didn't really, we kind of talked about tournament fishing ourselves, but you, you guys follow that at all? The National Walleye Tour? I don't know, not really. Nope, not not too much. I'm not going to lie to you, this is the first time that I've looked at results since we talked about it last, but uh, we we do have the results pulled up here, so I'm going to let Wixo go first. And we're just going to go through the, the top five on the pro and the co-angler. Yep, so... It was um, a couple weeks a couple weeks ago in Spring Valley, Illinois, on the Illinois River. Um, first place ended up going to a James. I'm gonna butcher all of these last names, but Deborah Nardi, uh, an Illinois resident. Uh, from clips that I read, it sounded like he was pitching jigs and one of very few guys to be doing that. Never fished Illinois in the spring, but. Uh, sounded like a majority. Have you, fished, have you fished Illinois other than the spring? Okay, nope. <laughs> I like you throw the, in the spring. How about rivers? How about rivers? I have Big fished rivers? some. I have fished rivers. Okay. Uh, just never. Never well, in Illinois. <laughs> nope. Minnesota, North Dakota. So, uh, sounded like most of the field was out trolling something. Uh, he won the day or won the event with a total weight of twenty three pounds and three ounces. Uh, sounded like. Illinois River was a big sauger, so a lot of weights were low. Yeah, the the big fish ended up being roughly eight pounds, and there was like two walleyes caught as overs. That that pretty much that was first place for day one was because of one big walleye, and the winner ended up catching one big walleye. Um, second place. Ended with a two-day total of 21 pounds, 14 ounces, so relatively pretty far behind. And then it got pretty tight with third place at 
21 pounds 2 ounces and fourth place being 21 pounds even. So pretty tight after that, after number one. I mean, two pounds and then you're all within a pound basically. And that was the day one pro angler? That was uh, finals. That was that was the two-day total. So the both one day one and two combined. Gotcha. So day one for co-anglers, uh, first place was Hunter Havend out of Middleton, Wisconsin. Uh, five out of five fish weighing 12 pounds, 15 ounces. And that was, like I said, day one. And then second place was 11 pounds, 14 ounces. And third place was 11 pounds, 7 ounces. And that was just for day one. I do not have the totals of day one and two pulled up in front of me. But then for day two, oh, wait, I do have the total here. Slide over. Yep. My bad. My bad. So uh, I'll just do the, what did you do, the top three? I did top four pros. All right, so I'll do the top top four co-anglers um first place was a gentleman out of cedarburg wisconsin he had a total of 21 pounds five ounces second place out of and antoch illinois i probably butchered that name sorry if i did uh, 21 pounds one ounce third place was a guy out of fond du lac wisconsin and he was at 21 pounds Fourth place was out of Pontiac, Michigan, and he was 20 pounds, 11 ounces. And then fifth place was Middleton, Wisconsin, and he had 19 pounds, 14 ounces. So, a little interesting note the uh, first place pro winner caught a total of five of five fish on day one, but only three out of five fish on day two. And with that eight pound walleye, still managed to win by. A fairly hefty margin. So that just goes to show what one big walleye compared to a few sauger, five saugers is going to do for you. And that was March 21st, 22nd, as Wixo said, in Illinois, in Spring Valley, Illinois. Uh, The next one is going to be May 17th and 18th in uh, Wisconsin on Lake Winnebago. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that, and when that time comes around, we'll... they still almost have ice out there. Probably pretty close. I mean, I know a lot of people are fishing Green Bay and the Fox River, which, if I am correct, they are connected by the Fox River. But I bet you those lakes are have got a decent amount of ice on them. From yet. what I understand, Winnebago is not one of those smaller lakes either. Nope. But I don't think they get as much ice as, like, Malax Lake, Lake of the Woods, Devil's Lake, any of the lakes that we fish. I haven't looked recently, but... As of as of last week, they were still ice fishing up on Devil's Lake, and I can't imagine that has changed. When I called you, I was on the interstate in between Fargo and Grand Forks, and I counted 12 different rigs, all rangers with tracks and fish houses on the trailers heading south, and they were slushy. Like, those rigs were covered in snow. I can't imagine what these lakes are looking at right, right now. I no, mean, and we, we just got done with... Uh, Really, a joke of a snowstorm. They they were predicting, yeah, they were predicting us to be fifteen to twenty five inches of snow, and I I would guess we got around eight. Yeah, I saw eight to eleven. Yeah, they shut the shut the town down for three days for eight inches of snow. I mean that that looks really good for the the weather outlets. I mean you can 
the, being a weatherman, I mean, dude, you can go to work every single day, be wrong, and still have a job the next day. I'd love to be that guy. <laughs> Nick is that guy sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that that's an update on the National Walleye Tour. Looks like they had pretty good luck. Um, what was... Uh, let me go back in there here and see what the total amount of co-anglers. They had 117 co-anglers. So that's... That's a good, a good turnout. Yeah. yeah, 117 boats. That's a lot of boats. You think about it, yeah, that's that's a big tournament. Well, from like what we know, like bigger lakes around here. I know FM Walleyes. They do a lot of tournaments locally, and I think they do like the biggest field that I've seen is like 50 boats, 60 boats that fishes like Otter Tail or some of the more local lakes in that area. First place left with a 2023 Nitro ZV20 with a Mercury 225 and $15,000 cash. Not a not a bad not, way to not leave. A, not, a, not a bad weekend. Yeah. And if I'm reading this right, a $4,000 bonus contingency for using a Ranger boat. Oh. I didn't know they had those. Wow. Must have yeah, a few boats in the fleet to yeah, pull those out. It's, uh, there's a few of them, I believe. Um just looking quickly looks like ranger triton and nitro and i'm pretty sure there's something to do with also mercury and i'm sure depending on electronics they may have you know if you win with their electronics it'll be an extra couple hundred bucks there's a few different things that you can sign up for so it's probably why these guys are all getting new boats every year Beto's guide service is going to have that type of fleet in their future. Hey, maybe down the road, man. You never know. Okay. <laughs> you got that library of checking boats out yet? Yeah, you'll be able to just come in and give me a snapshot of your ID and just take it, bring it back whenever. <laughs> Boy, you should get that off the ground. Yeah, just get it get it off and running. I, I kind of, I never had the Beto guide service uh, nickname until this year. And I can thank Timmy for that nickname. So, Timmy, if you're listening, thanks, buddy. See? Sometimes they just stick. They do. They do. And it, I mean, that's going to be something I, I'm pretty sure on episode 50 here, we're going to get into a little bit of the nickname talk and kind of, we're, we're planning on, on getting a whole bunch of people together and that, that should be a, that should be a fun time. I know I got a lot of, a lot of comments on the Devil's Lake episodes we did when we had the group of people off in the background that you can hear them laughing every once in a while. And it, that, that was, that was a a hit so we're gonna try and bring that back around but so the main the main topic of this week's episode is uh tournament fishing and flash and jake you guys have done that's why you're while you're here you guys have won tournaments and wixo and i were talking about them we've fished a few but we've never never won anything do we want to talk about a little bit about our ice fishing tournament experiences because we fished one pretty much consecutively every year and well, actually before we jump into the main main meatballs and potatoes you know do you have an ice fishing update from this season either of you guys well not, jake you haven't been on at all have you you do any ice fishing this year oh a little bit not as much as i wanted to you got a quick rundown of oh, what, what did we do this year um family new trips new year's uh a little over christmas new year's then uh, I went to my cousin's. Um, they have a tournament. For a their, small local tournament. For their, um, yeah, it's like a, 
I, their trap team does uh, trap. I believe it's their sportsman's club, their like rifle range, archery range, pistol range, trap league. Yep, it's their trap committee that puts on this tournament and went down there. It's just it's just you you buy in and then you they give a bit, give up back all the cash that you bought in for. So I caught a what a five or seven ounce crappie and took second place in this um panfish category and took took in second place there, but I wasn't fishing hard, you know, it was just kinda we were on the spot and picked up a fish and brought it in and you know Sometimes it's all it takes. Exactly. <laughs> right place at the right time. Yeah. I'm gonna give my update it's really quick uh last time i was on i talked about my fishing update and it's not changed from that because the following weekend we got a nice snowstorm and the access that i wanted to go through on the lake i only wanted to go to one lake because it's close easy i know the lake really well um the access somebody took a four-wheeler out onto it and it looked like they were in about a foot and a half of slush and they made it about 40 feet and they didn't there was tracks that looked like they turned around and I just was like, nope, I don't need to get out and check this anymore. So I just hung it up, and unless if it got better, and we got more snow and all this next snowstorm. So I, I'm i hanging it up for the ice fishing season. It's too slushy out there. Yeah, if you don't have weekend. a snowmobile or tracks or anything, you're not getting around on the lakes right now. Even tracks are going to get pretty tough here with this warm weather we got Real coming up. Yeah, and I've got the snowmobile, but it. I was just this coming weekend – and podcast land, when you guys hear this, it's going to be past Easter, but we're going to be out of town this weekend. And the 15th, we plan on doing some podcasts and stuff. So I might be done as well. They're calling for rain and consistent 40-degree temps starting next week. So That softens up the edges really, really fast when you get that rain and 40 degrees. You get that little bit of dirt showing, and it just eats right into the lake. So Which is it's fine. It's uh it's it's we're into april now we can we can put the ice fishing stuff away uh there's gonna be a cool youtube video coming down here uh within the next couple of weeks i'd like to get a bunch of guys together with their portable houses and we're just kind of going to do a a walk around video and, and walk through video of all the basically all the equipment that we run so did i ever tell you guys about the my strike master auger issues oh i've heard I've quite heard a bit are you talking the pistol bit or the strike master the light Both. flight the light flight. So I finally got to the bottom of that light flight issue. I don't know. They don't know what happened. They said what causes it is the blades coming loose from the bottom of the auger and it digs a little bit harder. Oh. But long story short, the shaft of my auger is twisted. I'll have to show you today before you leave. But the shaft of the auger itself is actually twisted. I don't and know what drill you're using, but as a construction person, everybody should own that drill apparently. <laughs> DeWalt. The nice plug for DeWalt. <laughs> But yeah, literally, like it, it, it. I had to call Timmy, and he went out and looked at his. He's like, "No, it's pretty straight because it, 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 it twisted it so good that it's like it looks like it came that way from the factory." So is it, is it a round? There's like not like the ion one where it's got like or the pistol where it's octagonal. Yeah, shape. it's octagonal. Oh, it is octagonal. Yep. Okay. But if you look at mine now, there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, the plastic collar that attaches to the chuck that goes to the drill. Yep has a crack in it and then the actual shaft of the auger going down has a crack in it and i wow you did that thing good wow and you know when i first started thinking about it i'm like well something must have happened to where you know the the drill torqued really hard and like there's got to be a broken wrist right no nothing so i mean it, it continued to drill and continued to work as long as we tried to use it but 
anyway, I got in touch with uh, Strike Master Customer Service, and they're like, well, did you register it? And I'm like, no. Obviously, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't. You know, I didn't register it. And they're like, well, how long, how long have you had it? I'm like, oh my God, I bought it up in Leech when we were up there. So I've, I've probably got less than 50 holes on it. A month or two? Yeah. Has he's like, been two? He's like, well, you know, out of every 200 augers we sell, there's maybe four or five of them that do this. So I have seen it before. Just I'm going to send you a prepaid packing slip, box it up, send it back to us, and we'll send you a new one. That's really good customer service. Wow. That's a- awesome. Absolutely. So big big shout out to the, the folks over there at Strike Master. That's the first Strike Master anything that I've ever had. And that customer service so far to me is pretty good that's so. what i've heard i've heard that strike master is really good because i i know they came out with a recall on the blades because i have a strike master 40 volt and i was like man that's really close to mine so i i couldn't figure out the numbers on mine because you drill so many holes it it wears out the blades and there's like numbers on the bottom of it so it's digging against ice and i called them and i said this is when i bought it, and they're like no your auger should be good so i mean i've worked with them a little bit before but that's awesome that they'll just send you a brand new one. Right, and then it's like, well, yeah, you got to send the old one back, but what are you going to do with it anyway? I mean, take a you're picture of it. Like, you're not going to use it. So, yeah, no, that was that was pretty cool that they they did it without it even being registered. That's I awesome. I mean, it would have been really easy to go, oh, you didn't register it? Well, that sucks. Buy another one. Another thing that he told me, I don't remember this guy's name, but I'd, I'd give him a shout-out if I did. Um, but they said that you need to replace the blades on those things once a year. They said that's what they recommend. Regardless of use? Yep. He said sometimes you'll get them and they'll last, you know, a full season, two, three seasons without any issues. But regardless, I would replace them at least once a season. So that's something that I'll have to... I promise I will not be doing that. Well, my my old Jiffy, the the two-stroke Jiffy that I got, that thing, I replaced the blades on that like once every three years. I don't even use it anymore, but... <laughs> I was just to say, I bet you can take a file to the old ones and just have two sets and file up the uh, old ones, because I, kn- I know those ones are like the chipper blades, and they shouldn't be too hard to sharpen yourself. You know, the funny thing about that, the, the two-stroke, is I have a brand new box of blades sitting in the in the, in the the bin at home where all my auger stuff is. <laughs> so but that, that auger hasn't been used... This is the second season in a row that I haven't even taken it out yet, but you can still go out to the shed, grab it, bring it out, press the primer button three times, flip it to on, and she'll pop off second or third pole. That's, what, the Model 30? Yep. That thing, those things are man killers if you got the 10-inch, but they're an awesome auger. And I switched to an 8-inch hole now, too. I used to only do 10-inch. I have two of the Eskimo Quantum 10 augers and that Jiffy two-stroke auger. And then I have a pistol bit, and I also have the light flight. <laughs> okay, is that Jiffy Good White? Good thing you only yellow? bring one with you at a time. Well, I got after my Strike Master failed me. I feel like I got to have two now. Time to buy a different brand. <laughs> you just collect them all. I, yeah, right. Uh, sorry, what was your question? Is it is it painted white or is it yellow? Because the white ones are the really old ones. It's the black and yellow. Okay, so it's a little bit newer. A little bit newer. But... Still a damn good auger. Absolutely. And I'm not going to sell it either. I'm going to hang on to it. It's cool to have. Of course you are. <laughs> but anyway. Guy with Peter broken Hanks stuff. Yep. Yeah, right. Guy with broken stuff still keeps the broken stuff. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on a second. What's broken? Pistol the- bit. No, that I fixed that. Yeah, after you bought a new auger. Well, I had to go back to it because otherwise I didn't have an auger. 
No, you definitely had an auger. We just covered this like two seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, true. I actually had three other augers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Didn't bring them. Anyways. Oh, when you put you, it that way. You remember Unleash when I walked over to you and Jacob was having auger issues and I was having auger issues and you were drilling your holes? That was funny. We can't. We, we go to the house and Wixo's sitting there just, you know, getting set up, ready to go, and we're just like admiring it. We're like, God. That's a, one of those. That's a nice auger. And Jacob goes, Man, that drill is nice too. You got a nice <laughs> setup here. And like, so it took him a while, but he's finally like, "Well, you guys need an auger or something." <laughs> we had a brand new. What's the new eye on the Gen Four? Five or four? The alpha. The Alpha. Yep, that's what it is. Gen but, Two Alpha, then. Whatever the yeah, I think you're you're right. Anyway, it's a brand new Alpha that just got bought this year. Mm. Nope. Blades decided to that they just wanted to check out early. They didn't, left the group chat. Didn't yeah, yeah, the blades have left the chat. They didn't. They didn't hit a rock. They didn't hit anything. They just just stopped. So and then my pistol bit. I had a chuck on there, and I would use the the drill to tighten it on there. And that's not how you're supposed to do it. So I shredded that thing. And yeah, I had to had to use Wix's drill to punch our holes. But anyway, now that our auger tangent is done there, um, yeah, tournament fishing. So so. We were in the AYA tournament, which is Angler Young Angler. So it's two younger kids. I don't know the ages. I couldn't. I don't remember. It was a long time. Is ago. this a Minnesota thing, or where is this? At? No, this is. They have one in Devil's Lake. They have some in Wisconsin. I think Iowa might have one. Minnesota. It's a regional Midwest thing. So. Do you have a year that you did this, or uh, roughly, the or year was that it a while we ago? One was, I believe, two thousand. It was. 11. 11 or 12. And you guys, Jake, you and Flash both did this together. Yes. Correct? Yep. yep. So we started doing this with our dad because dad found out about it. And it was a local thing in Purim, which we lived in Frazee, so it's just down the road. So when, what year did you, how many of these tournaments did you fish before <sighs> At you? At least five. Yeah, I think it was five, five. Five. And we won the sixth one. And is it just an ice tournament? Or no, it's this is open water fishing water. out of boat. So. Yeah, wall- walleye tournament. In the in the summertime, so like I was saying, there's multiple regional events. I don't remember the exact number if they have like twenty or seventeen, but you win one of these events. Back then, you got to go to Kenora, Canada, fishing on Lake of the Woods up in Kenora, and you got paired with a Lund Pro staff guide up there, and they ran their boat because they knew the area. Because yeah, up for, there for the international. Yep, competition for, for the international championship. But like we said, you win a regional, you go fish the international championship. We started fishing it with our dad when we were younger. I remember our first year that we did it. Do you remember that? Yeah, We'd, we took. We were boat forty nine to go out, and we took fiftieth. Yep. Yeah, started from the bottom. Took took fifty out of fifty, which we were the first ones on the stage. Because everybody got to go up on the stage. Yeah, somebody has to be first, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get a trophy. You get a trophy. <laughs> That's kind of the way it goes, but. I mean, they gave away a bunch of fr- prizes. You got fishing rods. You got life jackets. I swear we got, got a, a net. Be- yep, we each got nets one year. Full got- of tackle, tackle bags. Like, we have so many different tackle and like small gifts everybody walked away with something that's yeah. the cool thing about the tournament even if you took last place you got you got a bag of goodies to go home with yep i, I like it when tournaments do that though yeah. even it's, if it's a hat it's for the kids it's, it's for especially the kids. with yeah. yeah with younger yeah, fishing I mean, if, people if, if you take them out to a tournament like that and then 
you know, they they don't catch anything, and they're like, God, this sucks, but you still give them something? Yeah, I want to go fishing again. Yeah, why wouldn't they want to go back? Yep, and they set it up to be like a pro tournament. Like, you watch the pro tournaments, it's like all these, like, fancy boats and all this stuff. You bring your own boat, your own truck, your own rig, and the perm one, the way they did it, they met at the golf course in the morning. You got registered, and then... We went over to Miller Park on Little Pine. You drove into the access. You got out. A guy hops in the truck. You guys hop in the boat. There's two guys in chest sweaters standing in the water. They back you in, and they send you off. They put a number on your key, so it's valet boat parking. And then you went out and fished. Like yeah. It was like a shotgun start, I believe. Like, yeah, everybody was kind of like, because you had numbers. You know, boat one through all the way and it was just a random draw when you signed up for w- what boat position you got so if you're boat number one does that mean you get to be the first one to put sh- you get you this get a, one you get was a, f- a shotgun start i remember everybody lined up and they dropped they waved the flag and everybody yeah you went. are you are all kind of like jockeying per position and then when they waved the flag everybody kind of took off together but they kind of had you know it was I just mean, kinda, it's etiquette when you're out there on a tournament like the, that the boat valet thing Makes me. That's I awesome. I don't remember if it was Facebook or TikTok or where I saw it, but it was a dude sitting, sitting on a, at a boat access with a lawn chair, and he had a sign: "We'll back your boat in for beer." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that was uh, Charlie Burns. I bet. <laughs> yeah, that or Ryan, or Ryan from Wisconsin. He was another. Yeah, Cormorant could probably use one of those guys. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, can you imagine how many like how many people you see backing up, and you're like, dude, really? it's terrible. Like, That's come on. one thing I want to do: opening a fishing. I just want to take a lawn chair and just sit there with a cooler and just watch everybody well, yeah, you got the veterans that are knocking the rust off and can get it done in about you know a couple tries and then you got the like guy 30 that, seconds the, the, yeah the guy that's never done it before is like backing up into the other with lane his 24 foot pontoon that he can't yeah. see around <laughs> bouncing down the rocks like hey man you are not on the line <laughs> brand new boat yeah that's, that's the best part about devil's lake you go to like the big accesses there and there's hundred and twenty thousand dollar boats they don't know how to drive them oh Oh, man. I just had a good night at the casino, and now I have a boat. Yeah, the last time I was there, I watched a very expensive ranger get back down some rocks. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. But, yeah, the tournament, they treat it like you're a pro that day. And when you're, I believe it was Yeah, you get t-shirts, you get hats, you yep, get everything. Everybody got a t-shirt, everybody got hat, life jackets. They, of course, like said safety is the number one thing, you know, like, Everybody be wearing their life jacket at all times, that sort of thing. It's like, yep, we get it. Um, yeah. So the next couple of years, you know, we always improved. You know, you, we always improved our finishing position. We finally were able to. Get I think some we broke and, the teens, and then yep. back then, Hoots Supports, which I believe they are out of business, out of Perm, they were the lawn dealership. I think they're still around, Ryan. I think no, they they okay. got bought out by Ray Sports. So, somebody okay. Google it. Okay. Somebody Google it. We got to find out if they're still around. Are you fishing the same lake year after year? Or yes, are this you going... is the Little Pine Lake in Perm, Minnesota. Was the tournament spot the regional I, one? I don't know if they still do it there. Yep, or they not. do. Okay. And what's what's their system for? Because uh, you're fishing with somebody else. Yep. Well, you're, so you're fishing with like an a parent or an, another uncle or whoever it's like one adult or whatever and then two kids you get okay, to pick so you, you guys pick yeah yep, you, you, yep. Pick you pick who up yeah. so it's not like a random draw no no no, no. so it's it's your boat 
like your dad's boat, so to say, back then, because it's probably your dad running the tournament or your mom, whoever it is, or your neighbor. And yeah, you're you're in your boat. You bring your boat. I remember one year somebody fished with a pontoon. I mean, just to get kids fishing tournaments to experience some of this. Did it's, you find them? Uh, maybe, maybe. Hold on, Flash. We're gonna put you on the spot here. If Hoots is still a, I don't think so. It, it's Ray Sports and Perm now. They got bought yeah, out. It's Ray's, Ray's Marine. Uh, so Flash won Jake's. Oh, he knows everything. He's <laughs> he's got a mind like a steel trap. <laughs> so that's a dig at me, isn't it? <laughs> I don't no. think it was a compliment, no. <laughs> Flash. Seems like an inside joke kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Brotherly love. Um. What they do with the AYA tournaments, Lund is a big sponsor. Lund and Mercury, they're a big sponsor. So at each regional, they give away a 12-foot boat, motor, and trailer. So you can win a boat at that tournament. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We won a boat, and that's how we got our lifetime licenses. We won the boat. We sold the boat. Because we already had a 16-foot fishing boat that we had. We we had the big black one. We had the 18-foot pro 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 guide. Angler. Angler. Pro angler. And then we had another um, 16-foot boat with a motor and trailer. So we didn't actually need this 12-foot boat, you know. So this was how many years after you started fishing this tournament that you won? Five or six. I don't... Yeah. Something like that. Was it... Two questions. One, was it close to your, you know, second place? And then do you guys still... Are you still associated with this tournament at all? Not anymore, because I believe you got to be Eight under out. seventeen. But you could you could take somebody. Yeah, I right. could take two fishermen or one. And you need a boat. Yeah. Um, the cool thing is, is not. Yeah, it is a cool thing. Our uh, our dad and mom had to go to a Ducks Unlimited International Convention one of the years, so our uncle came up the weekend before. Dad and uncle, our uncle Craig, went out. And fished in the boat. Craig ran the boat, our boat, everything like that. Pre-fished the tournament. So he had a feeling for the boat because he has his own boat, but he lives down in Zimmerman to pull that big boat up onto this lake. It wasn't really going to be the best rig to have. So he came up the Friday before, and it's the summertime, and the boat and truck was hooked up. And I remember him saying, all right, get the garden hose and soap and water out. We're going to wash this boat. We may not win this dang thing, but we're going to look good doing it. <laughs> and this is at the international. No, no this, this is, is this the, our regional. Oh, this the is a regional, regional tournament. Yep. Yeah, this is, uh, he's like, look good, play good, boys. I'm like, all right. Yep. I like he, his thought. And he was right. Yes. Yeah, he was exactly <laughs> right on that so one. So it was worth slaving away and, and waxing the boat. Yep. 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 It, that boat was super shiny. At the time, you were probably like, yeah, dude, really? Yeah. Like, yeah come well, on, man. Well, wash the boat for hey, You know, you've always said look good, play good. And it's like, you know what? You're right. I I have a story about that, and yeah, it's that's one of the things is look good, play good, and we'll get into the international one too about look good, play good there too. So we yeah, so we went there the morning of, backed in same routine as before. Um, and this I'll, is still the this is the pine, with, yeah. with Craig with Uncle Craig. This is the the regional little pine yep, one. Yep, yep. same routine as as previous years. We get out to our spot. You know, we have a couple different spots we go to, and yeah, fished around. We were using uh, what Lindy rigs we're, we're that day. Running Lindy's, yeah. They have a, back they have trolling a Lindy's. Rod restrict. Like, can you only do one, or can you do two? Uh, Minnesota rules is one rod per angler. So yeah, one line, one wet line. The but you can th- have like several rods. In oh your boat, right, you know? that, it's ice fishing that you have. You can have two. Yes. yes. Yeah, I mess, yes. messed that yep. up. My so bad. My bad. The 
Well, okay. So this tournament, how it's run for weight and sizes of the fish is the lake itself has a 20 to 26 slot of immediate release. So you catch a fish in that slot, you, you got to throw it back. It's Can't not a legal it. fish. Cannot register it. Is this a bring your fish in? Yes. To yeah, this is a, this is a bring, bring your fish bring your, in. Bringing them in. Yep. Oh, man. So that sucks. Yeah. So there's yeah. You're, so you're already sort of handicapped there. So did you did you guys pick one up that you yeah, like? We, a, we, we, caught we, we caught a few in that slot. That I think we had there to throw was back. like a 20, a 21, a 22 or something yeah, like that. We were like, all right, we're trying to, trying to find that 19-inch walleye. You know, we're trying to find one. Uh, not very often in a tournament you're going, yeah, I'd wear the small ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, this fish is too big. And, you know, yeah, the tournament in the past, it's won by half a pound ounces. You know, it's not a a big, like, that's a big winner right there. And do they just go off your, your daily limit? Is how many yes. or do yep. they yes. six li- limit? I think well, it was six no, the tournament, the you, can tur- you can register six fish in the tournament. Because that's the Minnesota laws. You can keep six for one uh, limit. So that's that's what they do is six fish. So is it really a, so is there a limit of two anglers that can be per per boat or is it no so you have two children in the boat and then one adult so two children but two children per team three yes three anglers in the boat so are you guys doing is it six fish or is it 12 six fish because it's a tournament it's the the tournament and you can only keep those registerable fish you can only register six fish sure i got you during your time so yeah um like we were saying, we we're trying to catch that like nineteen inch fish. Well, I think we 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 picked we picked one eighteen inch fish up, and we're like, all right, we're on the board, we're on the board. Yep, because there's been years that we haven't caught any yeah, fish, we and we're skunked. We take a zero. Getting that first one seems yep. like you know, once you get the first in, one out of the we're way, in the box. Oh, we're, yeah. we're in this. Yep. The nerves start to go away. Oh, yep. and relax and yep. just fish again. So we were on a spot where it was a. Not the easiest spot to stay on. Like I was saying, we're back trolling with Lindy's 19-foot boat. Our Vantage trolling motor could not keep up with the waves that were out there, so he was using the yeah. big 90-horse Yamaha. Yeah, it Yamaha. was a bit rough that day. And, you know, we were getting back trolling with a tiller. You know, that's what you do. And it was not the easiest fishing conditions. And I remember, I remember Craig hooked into one, and the rod tip bent over, and we're like, Okay, that's good. And Craig's not a big like woohoo, we caught a fish, and he's just kind of like silently back there, like reeling. He's like, "Yep, I got one." And they're like, "You need the net?" And he's like, "Yep, get the net." Yep. So and does I, maybe you guys covered this when I was gone there? Did does the does the adult count? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you can have a total of eighteen. Well, no. for le- legally, yes, you can get, keep that many fish, but in this tournament tournament rules yeah the team you can only register six fish okay gotcha yeah it's it's one limit for a team for a team of three sure okay that makes sense there's people that it's just a dad and a son like it's two people fishing all right so can you so if you're out with three people and your limit's technically what 18 can I fill my live well with 18 and I pick the six biggest ones? Yeah, you you can. You I can bet, do that? Well, <laughs> oh, you got to have supper too, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and breakfast. <laughs> yeah, so Craig hooks into one, and we're like, okay, this is good because that rod tip is it's in the water like that good. Like, this is a big fish. And I remember 
did you net it? I don't remember. One of us, one of us grabbed the net. Yep, and I think it was me. Are you nervous? No. Are you nervous when you're going in with that net? Like, God, don't mess this when, up. Don't yeah. mess this up. When you see you something that always come always. up, it's always that. Don't mess this up. Don't knock that off. Well, that's what I mean. Like even just not tournament fishing, you're thinking yeah. that. Yeah. But in a tournament, I mean, it's always, gonna be always. worse. The nerves were like. so big that day, and I, I don't. I remember that fish hitting the floor, and it was thud. And it was like, holy <laughs> crap! Everybody was quiet. Like nobody said anything. And Craig's like, reel up. We need to go weigh this right now. Start stuffing weights in. <laughs> no, we didn't. Easy. We did not do that. No, no it, that it was, was a shot at those clowns yeah, from last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. No, we we put it in the life well box, and we were debating on do we do we we have another hour and a half left of the tournament. Do we leave it in the box? These fish have to be alive to and register them. I don't know if you guys know this, but fish do shrink in the box because of the stress. They'll lose weight, shed weight. I did not know that. I learned that. Oh, I don't remember. I think it was at the Kenora one. They said that you can put a six pound walleye in there, and you can pull it out at the dock when you get back. Two hours later, and it'll be a five and a half pound walleye when you pull it out. Yeah, when you're fishing and it's five ounces separates the top five places. I mean, yeah, it, it, makes a it matters. Every every bit matters, and we ended up making the call, going and weighing it in. Yep. So we, we buzz back to the to, to the Little dock, Pine to the dock where there where the by Zorba's. Oh, yeah. Yep, Zorba's, because that's where they had the the announcement of the winner. And so we, we give them the, the big fish, and they're like, do you want this, the other fish here? And they're like, no, no, that's fine. You can register that one in the end. Okay, sounds good. So we buzz back out to our spot. Yep, and I remember we left. We have this black marker buoy. I don't know if you guys fish around buoys. Like, it's it's round on either end, and you wrap the ro- rope in the middle, and there's a lead weight on it. You throw it out to mark a spot where you want to, like, troll around. Old school style. Yep. And it's black because nobody can see that except if you're close to it. That's why we wanted the black one yeah. instead we of like the bright the orange pink or, one or the green. yellow one. Yep, it, yeah, it was one of the just screaming at people, "Come fish here!" Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's one of the one of our old school tricks that we had. And yeah, so we left that out there. I remember that. Like, hey, should we pick that up? And Craig's like, "Nope, we'll come back for that. No reason to touch it." And yeah, we I think we picked up one more. Yeah. One more, um, what was it? Probably what nineteen something, something another, another smaller one. Yeah, a decent small one, not not like a seventeen or a dink. You know, it was right. it was a nice size fish, and so we went back, and Craig is like talking around to other guys, and he's staying quiet. Like, I think we won this. There's one other group. It was a seven year old girl that caught like a. 16 or no a 26 and three quarter and she was like all giddy and really happy and ours was 27 so it was like that extra quarter inch is it that depends on the healthy if that was a healthy fish or not and you know craig's like man i think we got this because they registered two other fish as well it's like this is gonna be close so we get down there the there's a semi-trailer that has the a curtain side curtain side and there's it's you walk up on the stage there they give you your prizes. They go through 50th through all the way to first. And so we're kind of standing around. Top 10 get some sort of bigger prize. Bigger like prize, okay. They gave away trolling motors. Uh, I think they gave away. Lawrence unit. Yep, electronics. Um, like some nicer prizes for the top 10. Yeah. So we're, you're kind of waiting around, kind of thumbing your, th- 
thumbing around, you know, just kind of... Zorba's Pizza. Yeah, just, just hanging out, kind of kind of waiting for them to call your name. You're like, oh, where are we, we going to end this here, you know? We're, we're, we're in the pack. Are we out? Well, that trolling motor looks nice. You know, that I wouldn't be mad if I got eighth place this L- year. Looking at the, the lesser of the, yeah. Yeah. the prizes. prizes. Yep. yep. Trying it's to like convince yourself. Like, hey, like, yeah, that's, that's good. This yeah. won't be so bad. Yeah. So, yeah, we... uh. We were the last. Flash, is this so, you? Yep, that's me and Jeez, Jake. Flash, you look little Flash. Yeah. You guys were like the same size back then. It probably wasn't even Flash back then. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Flash, that trophy's bigger than you are. You're leaning against the boat to hold you up. Yep, that was a big trophy. That's cool. So, yeah, that uh, they they wait till the last two, and the last two teams were like, okay, we took second or first. That's pretty awesome. You know, like we're, we're already excited that it didn't matter. We're this is the best finish we've ever done. And then they announced the winner before the second place. Cause otherwise if you announce second place, you know who the winner is. So they announced us and we're like, what we won. Yeah, no way. We, we were pretty shocked. You know, we were, we were all excited about it. And, and grandma was super excited. Yep. Cause our mom and dad weren't there. Cause they were, I don't remember where, but they were traveling to, well, maybe like Wisconsin or, I don't remember where that national. Somewhere out of state. Yeah, they're out of state. So, but yeah, winning that tournament qualified us for the national championship for AYA. So, only the first place team gets to go from to each regional. Yep, gets Correct. to go to the national tournament. Yep. So, where's the national tournament at? Kenora, Canada. Clo- close to the same time, or uh, um, in probably a, a month or two later. August. So we have to get our passports real quick and all that sort of thing. And I remember my dad, like, we called our dad and we're like, we registered, like, we won, we're going to Canada. And he's like, well, Craig, you better get your passport because you're fishing with the boys because that's the team. Yeah, we can't split up the team. We can't split up the team now. No. Yep. Good call, Dad. Yeah. Did, so Did Dad go with? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody came up. Yeah. Grandma and Grandpa, Mom and Dad, Uncle and Aunt. and That's awesome. Us. You know. Yep, made a big road trip out of it. Um, we're actually fishing Lake of the Woods, and I don't remember how far it is into Canada, but it's a ways up there. It's not close to Lake of the Woods that we know in Minnesota. It's it's the we, same lake, but... Because we would always fish um, in the... Minnesota would have two days off. MEA weekend. MEA weekend, we would go, go up to Lake in of the October. Woods and fish October. Like the river, the Rainy lake. River to... Uh, four mile bay to Travers Bay as, as a family fished. trip. So we, we we fished Lake of the Woods before. Well, this is a completely different Lake of the Woods up in Canada. Um, Devil's Lake is the closest thing that I would describe to uh, this part of Lake of the Woods, except add about a thousand islands in Devil's Lake, and that would be fishing like that. You know, there's. There's these little rock islands. Uh, Boundary Waters is another good place. If you've been to the Boundary Waters, it looks a lot like this. Yeah, it's it's really cool up there. Yep, it's a completely different feel. Um, and it's it's a hard rocky bottom. It's not like a like on the there's Minnesota probably side. Flat. Yeah, it's not like muddy or anything. A lot of rocks. So back then, did, did what? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you had sonar in the boat, but compared to today, I suppose you didn't have like the the side scan and no, stuff like that. No, we just had. You know, you're down imaging off the back on our Lorance 5, I think. I think we had two. Dad upgraded and put one on a ram mount with the lake map and the lake chip on it. And then the other one was the sonar. So you had, you could see where you're running on the lake, where you're going. 
Because you had two different screens, and these are like five-inch screens. That's all we had so in our boat. Just, you, you're just running the traditional 2D sonar. Yep, nothing fancy, you know. That's how we won that one. But when you go up to Canada, you get paired, you get paired up with a guide. And no, a Lund Pro staff. Yeah, but they pretty much a guy who knows, who knows the lakes up there. So that is a random draw. Yes. 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 You get paired. There's four people in each boat. You get paired with a lawn pro staff. Guide. Four people. So now you're fishing with another team. The, so, no, the guide does not fish. You you have your oh your your team and your then three the guide and the guide Correct. and the guide gotcha. just runs the boat. Sure. He doesn't put the rod in the water or anything. It's his boat. He runs it. He gets you on the fish and. Because he was, knows the area. That was my next question. Is he picking kind of where you're going? Yes. Or giving you options? Yes. He, uh, he pre-fished it, and he said before he left the dock, I remember him saying, I got about 10 spots to hit today. So how many, how many uh, you said in the, in the regional tournament there's 50. Yeah. How many people are at this na- international so tournament? So I think there's probably about 30, but who made it to the tournament was about 17 boats, 17 teams. So cons- considerably smaller Yes. smaller yes. Than, than what the regional was. Yes. And all the other teams had won a, a regional event, so they have a win underneath their belt. They know what it feels like to win. Everybody's kind of at a fair playing level because you just met this guy that has his boat. They're all Lund, and he... You remember what kind of boat it was? I'm trying to remember the model name, but it was, I think back then... It was then, red. It was red. I know it's you a good red. color. Yeah, red and sparkly. <laughs> red fiberglass Lund 22-footer. A big guy. He was one of two fiberglass boats in the whole field. Everybody else was aluminum. Well, that's automatically a step up from everybody else then, right? And he had the biggest <laughs> motor. Hey, now we're talking. He had a 375 on the back, and the next person a had a 350. Wheel. He had a steering wheel in his boat. Ooh. Yeah, from us and our tiller. Yep. That's a step up. Yeah. yeah I mean... We were like, man, this is a this is a nice boat. This is a boat. <laughs> <laughs> he had the Vantage trolling motor in the back. The Wait, nine so the the black one that your uncle had that that no, one's that was our dad's. dad's. Oh, that's your dad's. Is that a tiller? Yes. Yeah. That one's a tiller. Yes. Do you still have it? Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Do we still have it? <laughs> well, well, why don't you just touch on that real quick? Uh, the storage shed that I stayed in, the snow load got too much for that roof, and now there's a roof on top of it. So yeah. we're we're waiting to see on that one. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. When it starts to melt, if it's still if it holds water, it can float. It, yep, yep, yep. That's what we're hoping. Our uncle Craig actually looked underneath. He's like, it's not pushing up through the bottom, so it's good yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the cover on the motor might be a little bit cracked up, but as long as the boat itself is good, you should be all right. I think so. But yeah, that boat's got history. You can't lose that thing. No, yeah. it's got a it's got a lot of terminants underneath its belt. Yeah, um, he. He had the fastest boat there that day. And you were, sorry, before I interrupted you, you were talking about the, his setup, what he had for electronics oh, and trolling yeah. motors. Oh, and yeah. So head, his, so head to toe on the boat, Ryan. Uh, starting at the front, he had the iPilot in the front, which they just came out with like within that year or two. So it was brand new. He threw that on the front bow. So right there you see that, and you're like, bingo. We're, we're in business. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> I what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're like, all right, that's pretty cool. That. Spot locked. All right, this this will be kind of cool fishing with that. Um, up in the front, he also had a, I think it was like a 12-inch Lowrance display up there. I don't remember what it was. He had two 12 inches, like two more displays on the dash. He all he ran all Lowrance units, 
and then he had the 375 on the back because he couldn't get a 400 in Canada yet. Yeah, the Mercury. Yep, and which was the second biggest motor that Mercury made at the time. On the back, he had also a 9.9 Mercury kicker, and then the Vantage trolling motor in the back. It's quite a setup for back, especially for back then. I mean, now it's like... That's your like average, a typical. It's almost your average boat for anybody that's in that pro staff professional world. But back then, I mean, that's that was the cat's meow. That's back a setup. Then. Yeah, you know, we were feeling pretty lucky to have him as a guide, guiding us. Yeah, and the guides talk and stuff like that before they're like, they're all right. buddies. Yeah, they they're like, oh, who you got this year? Because they they do this tournament year in and year out. They're like, oh, who you got this year? Oh, I got a couple kids here. I got, oh, I got a. You know, and so they they they're all kind of like picking which guide is going to come up with the biggest. I think they have tally. a side bet. So <laughs> yeah, and I think and they throw Craig, money at it. Craig, was, um, the carrier, our our guide was like, yeah, I didn't even think we were going to be in the money this year, boys. Yeah, because he was talking to the other guides, and like I said, he had ten spots to go to. So him and one of his fishing buddies pre-fished the lake, and he's like, all right. Yeah, I got I got my ten spots, and he talked to the other guys, and they're like, "Yeah, we're I did really good pre-fishing." Like, so up there they've got walleye and sauger. Correct. So are they only just walleyes? Is all you're counting? Just a walleye tournament. Yep. So yeah, it it was it was pretty good, and getting to the tournament now, we get up there the day before, meet our guide, have a pizza party at this hockey arena, which. The whole tournament is hosted inside this hockey arena. Weird Canada, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right next to the boat launch. So uh met him the day before. How was the pizza? It was pretty good. good. It was good. All right. <laughs> um and then everybody stayed at the Super Eight Hotel, which wasn't great. But so how how old were you guys at this time? Like when you're twelve? I was twelve, so you were what, fourteen? Thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Um, but they, everybody, the the suit, the hotel, they um was kind of like uh everybody, all the fishermen stayed in that hotel. It's just kind of their their comped hotel yep. stay. So and then so is everybody else there? You, you know, do you have a, quite a few older kids, or was everybody about the same? I think we were the older ones. Yeah, like, everybody's kind of about the same age. There wasn't really any like sixteen, seventeen year old kids. Yeah, there. it was all kind of our our, our age. Few younger kids. Yeah. What's the minimum age to be a part of this tournament? I don't know what the minimum age is off the top of the rod. I assume it's anything. Anything. Probably pretty start much. around five, six years old, all the way up yeah. until seventeen. Maybe even four, yeah. you know. Yep. So the cool thing at this hotel at, that I remember is that uh, all the lawn, they're all lawn pro staff. So this truck and trailer, enclosed trailer. Decked out in Lund decals, pulls up into the there, and all the guides, like, co- like four guys get out, and they start getting tools out. They're going through everybody's boat, making sure every screw is tightened on that boat, making sure everything's tip top shape for all these guy these pro staffers. Is it the it's the pro staff's boat? Yep, pro staff's boat. But they're still just going over it with a fine tooth comb. Yep, and- everybody like this Lund team shows up, and they're like going over everything. I was like. What are they doing? Oh, they're just checking the boat, you know, making sure everything's tight. You know, it's something that the one pro staffers get. I was like, that's kind of cool. You know? Change the oil, too? I don't know about that, but <laughs> in the parking lot, I don't think Probably. so. Probably. 
<laughs> if it needed it. Maybe. Just hold on, the mobile one truck's coming here, guys. <laughs> yeah. So the next morning, everybody launches. And We're sitting in this bay. Everybody gets in their boat, gets launched. What's the weather? Um, Kind of overcast. Windy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was windy. Yeah. Uh, in the bay, it wasn't too bad, but once you got out, it was windy. So everybody's kind of sitting in the, everybody's in the boat. We do like this um, party circle. You kind of go around and, and they wave, do a, wave at the crowd, wave at the crowd. And then it's like, we're the, what, fifth, fifth boat fifth boat to go they out. They go one through whatever, yeah, so 17. Goes one goes, two goes, three goes, four goes, all the way out. And Craig's like, our, uh, Carrie's like, all right, we're fifth boat out. We can we can get around these guys up here. We'll we'll get to our spot because he's got the biggest nice. motor. And he's, he's like, like yeah. we're like okay, and so we we get around the first boat. Hold on, time out. Hold on, what, what's up, Flash? So I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> he told our un- he told us whatever you do, don't look over, because don't they're gonna split between the island, and we'll go out onto the big lake side, and they're gonna stay in the protected side because they have smaller boats. And the, I also asked, hey, can you guys, you want to go? Can, can you, you handle swim? three can, foot? Can, can you, you guys can you, swim? Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you handle this? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we fished like the, like. We fished big, in big, four like, foot like, rollers and an 18 uh, foot. Dude, I've and, fished on Otter Lake before. What do you mean? Can I handle this? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, all right, sounds good. And he's like, just, just hold on. Don't look back. All right. And so we go and we, the, we split the, the boats go right and we go left through the lake. There's an island that we're going around, and it's a long, narrow island. You can't see across to the other side of the lake. But I, I was watching his sonar because it said 55 miles per hour on it. And I'm like, holy, we're scooting on a boat going 55, and we're pounding two-foot rollers. So it's like, So we're okay. cruising. And Thank God you're in a fiberglass, huh? <laughs> yeah, big, heavy boat just pounding through these waves and... I look back, and all I see is white rooster tail. And I'm like, whoa. Because he trimmed it up. and Didn't he tell you not to look back? <laughs> yeah, he did, but I looked back anyways. Yeah, Uncle, Craig, Uncle Craig was like, boys, look back, look back. And we're like, whoa. What, why did he say not to look back? Well, we get out next to this. The island stops. Because I looked over, and the island was no more there. And I see two boats that were, you know, racing. And we're going into this narrow part. Neither of us are letting off. If that 60-foot rooster tail didn't wash them out, I don't know what did. Yeah, so he cruised around Bumper these boats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he was like, yep, we're getting to this spot. Yeah, so we cruise to the spot we get to. And it's kind of like a, a bay area. It's, what do you say, like a football field at least? It was a good-sized bay, and there was a... Little bit of pencil reeds and like rocks. You could see rocks underwater. Yeah, so we get in there and then there there's two boats that stop on the kind of the outside of the bay. And one stopped to the point and then the other one was like on the shoreline break. So, so you, we, you think every all three of you guys were trying to get to the same spot? Yeah. Probably, yeah. And so we, we got there first and we kinda see the gentleman's thing is all right, they're they're there, we're not gonna fish on top of them. And so we um So are there are there restrictions like on the lake, like you have to stay within this box. I, no. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Because we were we went for an hour. Our boat ride was an hour from the dock. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got to this spot, and he's like, "Yep, here's the spot." He throws the pilot, the eye pilot down, hits the anchor. It's like, all right, we're sitting here. All right, cool. And he and he asked us, "You guys fished with jigs before?" We're like, 
Yeah, this is our bread and butter. We know how to fish with pound bottom, mid and middle, like a three quarter ounce jig. Pound bottom, pound that mud, and I was expecting mud. It was rocks. It was very rocky. I think our tackle box left about two pounds lighter than it went on the boat. <laughs> how how deep were you? You remember? I uh, teens, twenties, somewhere in there. Don't so really did, when when you said you knew how to use jigs, but were you what? Did you, what you were talking about, or when he said that, like when you said yes, is that what you expected it to be? No, not at all. Oh, not, not at all. Because of the rock. I don't, that are just, it was just a different fishing up there. I'm like, okay, are we going to be casting? What are we going to be doing? Because we, we use Lindy rigs I mean, at home. We use Jig and a Minnow at home, you know. We don't do a lot of trolling. We don't really cast. The most we do is like back trolling with a Jig and a Minnow, and... And even then, it's not we're not going very fast. No, you're just going nice and slow, like that half mile an hour back trolling. And, yeah, it was completely different than what we've ever done, like area for what we fished. So, so did you – I was going to save this until <clears throat> we're, you know you finish your story, but I'll forget. The tactics that you learned up there, have you tried them here? They, they're pretty much the same. Yes. Of, of what we would do at home. You know, it's it's jigging a minnow. Except you know. the, the bottom. You know, we're used to pounding mud flats. And, and sand. Sand. This is, if you, because the, the rocks go together, and if you drop your jig in there, and the rock, and it's right at that crack, you can snag, and you cannot... Pull a rock out so of the ground. So Devil's Lake probably has some rock in it, right? I would assume. Oh, yeah. It's not like a gravel bar. Like, that's the most rock that we fished before. You can feel like it's gravelly down there instead of it's muddy. So it was just completely different because it's, it's a completely different lake up there. Yeah. So, I mean, we were like, okay, we, I mean, we didn't really realize that, but drop the, drop the stuff there. All right, we'll get the minnows out. Yep. Let's get fishing, guys. So. You know, through the mouth, out the back. You use shiners up there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, were, uh, were you guys using yep, shiners? Yep, we were using yes. shiners. Big shiners. And he's like, yep, drop it down. Just be careful of the rocks. And I'm like, all right. I drop. I was the first one in the water. I drop it down. I jig once. And I'm like, shoot, I'm snagged because I left it on the bottom too long. And I was like lifting up. And Carrie looked over at my rod tip, the guide, and he's like, you got a walleye on, set the hook, because you saw the rod tip bounce. And I set the hook, boom, 18-inch walleye. Is there a slot up here on this tournament now? So this this tournament is a catch, photo, and release tournament. And so they use the weight chart from, like, the Northland Tackle weight conversion so chart. So it's a level playing field, then. You're not yeah. you're not using scales and making sure they calibrated their scales. A 20-inch walleye is a 20-inch walleye across the board. Yep. That's nice. And That's so cool. You, so you take a photo of the fish, you make you, – Make sure that you can see how big it is. If it's a twenty and a half inch fish, you know you see that you have to you have to run on a bump board. Yep. yep. You have to you have the nose on. You have to have to show the picture of the nose and the tail together, so you just can't. I uh. Yeah, so I that's that. a forty inch wall. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's crazy. I think Carrie was very good at making that fish every inch that that fish was. He he knew how to hold it. Not saying that he was stretching the fish out, but he was holding it on the bump board. In a way that was most profitable for us. So, 
And so then on this tournament is you get to register six fish, but with this catch photo and release, you write down your fish. Um, you have a cam- cam- you have a personal camera that you go out there, and it's the why you take a hero shot with it too. So, so then you just it. can't register the same fish six times. <laughs> you have to go take a picture the of the fish, take a picture with the the hero shot, and then release the fish. So is there a limit on how many fish you can have pictures of? No, unlimited. You only that's a plus. Yes. Yep. You only have your uh, your scorecard is what they called it, and then you at the end of the day you circled your fish that you wanted to register, to register which was the six biggest fish. How, how many days was this tournament? Just one day. Just one. All day, one day. Yep. I think we were on the water as the sun was rising, and yeah. Yeah. We, so Ryan catches his first fish. And the the couple weeks before that, I got um, an ankle in- injury in football, so I'm in like a an air cast, so I can't stand up the whole time, mm-hmm. and so I'm sitting and fishing and catching fish. And the next fish, I was the next fish up. Then Ryan was it. Then I was. Then back and forth, back and forth. Our uncle Craig could fish too, but he didn't get his line wet for the first half hour. We were just catching fish back and forth, it back and forth. Literally, we had our six fish in ten minutes. Could you, could you see him on the sonar? Was was the sonar yeah, helping? Yeah, he he had it set up, and like Craig was up in the front, and Kerry was sitting in his driver's seat, just watching the sonar and like helping out with the net. And our uncle Craig was sitting up in the front of the bow, and Craig's like, "Yep, there's fish down here." And like he tried counting the screen one time at, towards the end of it, he's like, "I think I saw like 15 different marks on it." So, so it was yeah, a we're loaded just, spot. We're, we're fishing this one spot. Just back and forth all day, just kind of trolling around, and we're catching fish left and right. You know, it's the fish just got bigger and bigger. Let's say, what was your what was your biggest and smallest fish that day? So, so my personal record going into the tournament back home was about a twenty two inch walleye, and then coming out of the tournament was a twenty nine and a half inch walleye. Is that still your PB? That is still my PB. Quite the upgrade. Twenty nine and a half. Yes, mine's twenty three and a half. Pretty good. I'm at 22 and a half, I believe. I also caught a 28 inch volley up there. So what was your smallest then? That 18 inch or that first one that we caught that That's day. That's awesome. That an 18 is yeah. your like. It was a small fish. Our our smallest fish that we registered that day was a 25 inch walleye. And that, that was our uncle's fish, and we're like, kind of a rough day when you're trying to bump your uncle off the board. <laughs> off the board with a 25 inch walleye. We're like, wow, these fish are, and they were. They were big, healthy fish. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty aggressive bite, or was it kind of a very aggressive? Yes. Yep. What time of year? It was like August. August. August, September. Mid to late summer, early yeah. fall. Yep. yep. So I mean, they were aggressive, and they were big, healthy fish. Yeah. And our guide did not leave that spot. He only left because the other two boats had finally left. He blocked that spot, playing the tournament. Because he's like, I was out here the weekend before with a buddy, and my buddy caught a 27-inch walleye out in a different spot. And that was the spot where I was going to catch my big fish. I was going to come here, catch our six fish, and leave. Yeah, because he's like, this is how you tournament fish. You catch your six fish, and then you go find your big fish. We're like, oh, all right, cool. So, so we, we had our we had our six fish, but then the fish caught kept getting bigger. So he's like, well, we'll just stay here. Instead of moving to another spot that the big fish are at, so that's kind of kind of a smart play of you know if we're here, nobody, nobody else, else can is, be here. Right. Yep. 
that was I think that was his tactic, and then I think it, his tactics definitely changed because he's like, yeah, I got other spots that I want to go to today, but we don't need to. We're gonna and, stay here. And this was the first of ten spots. Yes. They, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know that that whole boat ride out there, racing them out there. You know, you watch those bass tournaments of people flying around out there. It felt like that. It it's like like I said that that rooster tail didn't wash out that other boat. They were right right behind us in it. It was and we went into a narrow spot and there was a big piece of plywood painted slow and they had like a no wake buoy out on the end of their dock. Yeah. You went right past it. Fifty five miles an hour right past it. <laughs> I mean, probably, if you go fast enough there is yeah, less yeah, wake. Probably yeah, not yeah. much of a wake. Yeah. yeah. Ryan asked, well, what was that sign or I, I asked one of us. He's like, Yeah, that sign doesn't apply to us. <laughs> oh, okay. That's awesome. right. <laughs> yeah, so then going back in, um we the fish till what four we'll say we had, we'll we say we'll say four o'clock was the time to get back in. So we left about two thirty. Yeah, we, so we left, left a good hour really and a half early. before. So you guys were literally in, at 50, 55 miles an hour. It was an hour ride. So you're yep. about you're about what? I'm not that would be fifty five miles away from the dock. If that's what you're trying to ask. Yes, math. Yeah, fifty five like miles that. away from the dock. About 50, 55 miles yeah. an hour, and, and you're like, out for one hour. Yeah. That equals. Hey, he got it. <laughs> I almost needed to get out the calculator. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Thanks for that. So <laughs> Yeah, Carrie asked if we wanted to like go back earlier, if we wanted to like stay out there. Like, ah, it's up. we're fine, you know, whatever whatever works. And he's like, Oh, let's just go back early. And I suppose at this point you guys have no idea how for everybody all you know, else everybody I'm for all we know, everybody else is did just catching as good huge as fish. You guys yeah, did. that's that's what we thought. It's like you know, man, everybody well, else is probably catching huge fish too. And Carrie was like, Yeah, we can go back early. I think I wanted is what he was thinking at that time. He's like, "Yeah, we're 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 good. We're we got it in the bay. Let's let's go back." And and this is the first international tournament that you guys have made it to. Yep. yep. First and only. <clears throat> yeah. But. So so we get back to the dock, and then it's our personal compute, um, our camera that, uh, and then it's the SD card. So you hand the off S- the SD, SD card. card in a plastic baggie to the uh, official ref at the dock. They bring it in. They like download your pictures and, and your scorecard and your scorecard, and then they go through it, and then they give you your SD card back. And so we pop the camera because we had one of those fancy cameras that you can like see <laughs> what the see what the photo is. Oh yeah. And so Dad's looking through these pictures, and he's looking he's looking at the photo. He's looking at Uncle Craig. He's looking at the photo. He's looking at Uncle Craig, and his eyes are getting big. And he's like, and Craig's just like nodding his head, yeah, like. Yep. So that's, the, how, that, that that's how the day was. <laughs> the other thing was is that the the guy that we handed off the scorecard that has the number sizes of fish, we push off them in the dock, and the guy's walking back on the dock, stops halfway back on the dock, and yelled out, "Hey, Carrie, great day!" It was Carrie just nodded his head like, "Yep." He's like, "Yeah, what do you expect, bud? Come on." <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's playing it cool. We get to the dock, and we we're the first boat, so we get interviewed by one of the people and they're like you know how, how'd the day go carrie how'd, how'd the day go guys you guys have a lot of fun we're like yeah yeah we had a lot of fun and carrie's just like mm-hmm. like just not saying a word <laughs> it was okay just he's yeah, like yeah it, right. it was okay average Didn't day he tell us to like play it cool or something yeah he was trying to tell us to play it cool <laughs> he probably looked at flash he's like okay i gotta tell this kid like keep it on the down low you're good buddy <laughs> yeah you saw that picture of me earlier that you're throwback. smiling ear to ear yeah 
Yeah, so it's at this hockey arena, and they have a stage in the front, so they run it like it's a big pro tournament. They take the top, they what was it, 17 through 10, they named off who took 17th all the way up to 10th place. Did you expect to be? No. You didn't expect to be down there? You expected to be towards the top? We no, we we expected to be somewhere in the middle. You know, we're yep. at probably tenth place. You know, yeah. If we fish this good, everybody else had good days. We're not expecting to win at all. Top top prize was a trip to Disney. Um, second place was a place to Alaska, like a, a fly in fly fishing, fishing trip. trip. And we're like, all right, let's get second place because we second already been to Disney so, with yeah. our family, and that was first. And that was first. Disney was first. Second place was a fly in fishing trip. And I don't remember what the other prizes were. There was no other prizes. It was the top two top get. Two. Yep. <laughs> the rest of you suck. No, I'm just kidding. I think they got like the typical, you know, goodie bags, goodie bags and <laughs> stuff. But thanks for good coming. job. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't win. <laughs> but yeah, um, the top ten. There's two boats in this. Two trucks with boats hooked up to them in this arena, and you. The, all the teams are staged in the back of the arena. The stage is up in the front. And you get in a boat, there's smoke rolling, lights show, all this fancy stuff. Music blaring. Yep. And they bring you up on stage, and now they have what they call the hot seat. So they they say your weight of the total weight of the day, and the 10th place team was in the hot seat. Now you got to knock off this team from this hot seat. So they, they announced two other teams. Oh, you just were just missed it. Just missed it. <laughs> you got to be quicker than that. Yeah, next team goes up. Oh, and they and they all moved into the hot seat. Now they do- knocked bumped, off the team. Bumped yep. the team. All right, so they and then that team, team stayed gets, there. Yep, because they had like a the weight was like 30, 37 pounds or something. I'm gonna make this up because I don't remember the weight, and it just crushed the the person that was in the hot seat. And we're like, <laughs> wasn't oh, even close. <laughs> oh well, we didn't make it now because they just crushed that that guy. Yeah, everything like, everything was like okay by a pound or two they would get bumped, get bumped. But they said they crushed it by 10 pounds. We're like, oh. Now they're sitting. Did, did, wow. Do you guys know your weight? No, not you at don't. all. No, no, no. They announced it at the stage. So um, we we were the last team to get in a boat. And we're like, well, we had a good, good day. Try. We yeah, had a good day. Good fun and day. How, how many teams are remaining at this point? Uh, that team in the hot seat and us. So two of you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And. They would ask the people up on stage. Well, what was your favorite part of the day? What would you have? What did you have fun and stuff like that? And we, we you remember your there. responses? I remember mine. You can say it. So Ryan went first, and he said the boat ride. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that buoy scared me, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a change of clothes, so I sat in it all day, but it was fun. <laughs> And my response was, I caught a 29 and a 28-inch fish. Even though and I caught the 28-inch yeah, fish. Yeah, because he didn't say it. He didn't want to own up to it. So you took both. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Taking credit. That's what you get, Flash. You should have yep. said it. I should have said it. Looking Sounds back. like your PB's not 28. I was going to say, that's his. What, what's your actual PB? 28. <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture somewhere. Yeah, so, so we got up there and then... When we said that, the uh, um, the other team just they're they're kind of like, oh, oh. you guys, <laughs> nice. oh, those are big fish. Oh crap! <laughs> yep, the other team just kind of slunched down in their seat. Like they're like giving their guide the eye, like, dude, I thought you said that this was normal. <laughs> yeah. So they read our weight, 
and it, it was, absolutely crushed. It yeah, set like, a tournament record. 58.2 pounds. Because it was in the Jesus. paper, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. For a total weight. For a total. That's how many fish? Six. That's a lot of weight for six fish. Yeah, and our smallest was a 25, and our biggest was a 20. When you were eating your fish earlier, those, like, what? What was it? 14, 15 pounds? Yeah, 20, 10. 23 won a professional tournament, and these guys got 56. Different different lakes, but 50, different 58. weight 58. scale, too. We were going off of an inch-to-weight ratio. Yeah, so it's not like you register, you bring in your fish, and they put them on a scale like these tournament guys are. But Jeez. I bet these fish were pretty much 58 pounds because they were, like I was saying, big, healthy fish. That's not a bad day. No. No. Looking back at it, that will be the best day of my fishing that I ever do. You and wait I, until you go out with the Beetle Guide Service. Come I've on. I've been out <laughs> there with you guys before. 70, 80 pounds. You know, it's just a regular. <laughs> Maybe Typically. push lights. Not anymore, but... you have to find something else grain belts actually 71 pound fish so yeah Yeah, looking back at it that i don't have my hopes up to top that day i mean well so what what happened after that you never you didn't you stopped when you said they announced your weight what what was a blur you get handed a big check flashes of cameras to disney you know and then they they do another interview with us Get off the stage in the boat, and you you tally, you'd ride off again, and it's just I think that shock. That, yeah, it was just a blur. I, I remember we were going to stay the, that night, and we stayed at the hotel that my dad and mom stayed at, which was right across the street. It was just like the hotel looks like a circle, and there's a pool at the top level, and you overlooked the bay that we were in, and it was just, just a blur. I don't really remember too much other than that. Yeah. You guys still in touch with your, you guys talk to your guide ever from up there or no? We never no. got a phone number or anything. He was a doctor in Kenora. So he, I hope he's, if he ever's out there and listening, I hope you're doing good. Thank and you. we'd like to go fishing with you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still yeah. doing this whole guide thing? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Fun time. Any other tournaments planned? After that, uh, our tournament debuts uh, ended, so we we ended on a high. Quit on a high, I know. Yeah. 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 Win and walk away. Oh, yeah. That's that's the way to do it. Yep. Um, nope, I don't have any tournaments planned. If I have a boat that I'm able to fish in, or if I'm asked to fish in a tournament, I'll gladly do that again. Uh, tournaments are fun to me. It's that nerves, like you were saying, you know, don't screw up this fish, you know, like catch it, and I think they're – they're fun to be in the competition between everybody. It's it's always a good time. So if I were to ask each of you guys what again, two questions. I got that right. Math. <laughs> Number one, what surprised you the most about that big scale tournament? And number two, what did you take away from that tournament that you use when you're fishing locally now? And Jake, you go first. Uh, something that surprised me was kind of kind of that you the same similar tactics for fishing up there than like chicken min, chicken and minnow is a chicken min, minnow down here that was kind of kind of cool that kind of surprised me I was thinking we were gonna be casting or something fancy like or, pulling ripping wraps or yeah something something 
that I haven't done before and was going to be handicapped that way. So that was surprising. That was a good surprise that, hey, I actually know what I'm doing. And then something I kind of take away is... Um, I don't know, something just kind of that it's one of those days that you're probably not going to have again. That it's just kind of that's cool that to have that day underneath your belt type of deal. So don't worry about the speed buoys. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that surprised me was that boat. Um, being in the boat, I think it was awesome. I Not from people that don't have the best equipment, it doesn't matter. But, I'm gonna but it's s- nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to have that luxury to to be able to be a part of that. So if you have a buddy that says, hey, let's go up fishing, and it's just a 12-foot john boat, you're still fishing. It's still a good time. It, we've, we've had many good days in the old aluminum boats. Yep. So basically be I was humbled about being in a boat like that and the luxury that I had that day. Um, something that, uh, I'll take away is that a trophy is a trophy, um, no matter what you make it. And I was fortunate enough and lucky enough to have that trophy up there, that, that big 28 inch walleye. If I have the picture, I'll send it to you and maybe you can send that other picture that we have with Jacob, the two big fish that we had that day. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw those up on the Instagram when this episode airs. I mean, you guys are cool with that. Yeah. 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 The, the grin I have on my face is, it's priceless. That, You're straight-faced. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. that It's just, no words can describe the feeling that I have for that fish. So. You guys still have the trophies? Yep. 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 We have the, we actually didn't, I don't think we got trophies at the international nope. one. We just got the big check to Disney, and that's hanging in our uh, garage at the, Over at our our shed, our storage shed, we have a little bit of a storage area in there, and we got that hanging up. Well, that one's fine. (laughs) Different building. building. So the check's good. The check's fine. That's good. That's that's all that matters. Corrugated plastic cardboard thin check. You know those big checks that you get? They're really cool. How was the Disney trip? Good, actually. So there was um, one part that we swapped. Instead of going on like the Disney cruise and having like the fireworks and everything, we swapped that to these like little. Um, no, we swapped it for the bass fishermen. Oh, bass! The, the no, di- that was included. Oh, that was included. We oh. swapped the 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 fireworks show to these like little boats that they're like oversized uh, jet skis with nine nine kickers on them. <laughs> yep, <laughs> nice. And, and you just rip around in those. That's awesome. But yeah, we got to fish with uh, one of the Disney employees on their stocked lakes bass fishing bass fishing i think we were on a pontoon that had the spikes and something yep we would go to where the boats the like the boats that would take people the ferry boats around the park we go anchor up like go next to there and he's like all right a boat's coming in two minutes cast out Yep. And, the then, rumble and then, of the, then let, the let it boat. sit. And so we're fishing with these, what, sea hooks? Uh, circle hooks. Cir- circle hooks. And we're walleye fishermen. And he's like, I can tell you guys are walleye fishermen. Don't set the hook. Just start reeling. Okay, so kids, we are able to do that. Mom was able to do that. Dad's sitting in the in the back of the boat just setting the hook, setting the hook, setting <laughs> just the hook. Just <laughs> And he's just mad the whole time. And he's like, 
ripping yep. lips off. He's of like, that fish. he's like, yeah, you are a walleye fisherman. <laughs> One thing I learned there, so those were stocked fish. Um, they only bit when a big boat motor came in and stirred up the bottom and churned up the bottom. That's cheating. It is cheating, but it was really fun yeah. catching smallmouth bass. Yeah, we had, we had doubles and triples. Yeah, um, that was a fun time. If a fish is bleeding in the gills, he he, it was bleeding bad because the fish swallowed the hook. He ripped it out and he's like, "Oh yeah, a little blood." Goes over to the cooler, opens up a sear mist, and pours it down the throat of this fish. And we're like, "What? What are you doing? Like the fish you, can't." You bass guys are weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, it's fine. It, it stops the bleeding." The citrus. And we're like, "Oh." The and then the bleeding stopped, and he's like, "Yeah, the fish will be fine." And he puts it back and swims away just fine. I'm like, I've not tried that trick again yet. That's interesting. Uh, I'm gonna have to try that this summer. I was just gonna say, keep a That's couple. A good idea. Keep a couple like Sprite Seven Ups here, Miss. Well, you'll have more room in your cooler now and no bush light in there. Yeah. 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 Nah, I don't know if it's gonna be more room. It's just full of something else. Different. Whiskey Different. doesn't take up that much room. True. Sierra but Mist all your mixtures do. You know what? Sierra Miss is already gonna be in the boat. There you go. So yeah, that that's a cool little trick that. We learned down in Florida with this bass guy. Yeah, it was that was cool. And then the the boats and stuff like that, we would rip around, and mom and dad were in like a two seater, and we Ryan and I were just flying around and getting stuck. And then they had to like well, I stalled out stalled out the motor. And, I tried and you to can't. Start it. We weren't big enough to reach around the back to pull start it because it wouldn't crank far enough. And so we had to wave somebody down to come start a motor. The Disney back boat up. police. <laughs> the Disney boat police. Yeah, so we, we would have been able to, but the the boats weren't as steady to stand up in or to get around, uh, pull, pull start each other. Because we have a 16-foot uh, duck boat that we had in our lake that we would go out ripping around, and and that was a, like a 16-horse spirit is yep. what is on that. Yep, and that's a pull start too, but that's on the inside of the boat, not on the, on the back side of the motor. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just a – the trip was awesome. The tournament was even more awesome. So I wonder what Disney's running around with now. They probably got like jet skis with 400 horse motors on them. You know, <laughs> all right, kids, here you go, have fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we stayed at the Disney Resort in Disney, and we parked the car and, or actually, we got dropped off from the airport. They gave us a ride over, and we had and like a rental car or something. We didn't have a rental car. They just dropped us off oh, and Ubered over there before Uber. Yeah. <laughs> the pre-Uber days. Yeah. They just dropped us off and there was buses and boats and stuff to get around to all the parks. It was really fun. Yeah, and since we've been to Disney before, we're like, okay, we don't have to go to this park or this park. Let's go to this other park. That's Universal go- was like just coming out. Yeah, Universal Studios with all the the action movies and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool to see that as we were. In downtown Disney. Yeah, 13, 14 years old to kind of remember more of the, that Disney trip, you know. Yep, versus when we were younger. So, yeah, it was a great tournament success. All, all of that off of catching a few walleyes. Yep, right, A couple exactly. fishing trips. That's yep. awesome. Yep. So what, uh, what, what would you say to to some mom or dad or kid listening to this saying, God, that sounds kind of cool. Like what? Definitely get out there and try it. I know FM Walleye runs the local Little Pine tournament now, and I think they run the Devil's Lake one. Um, just Google AYA fishing tournaments. See if it's in your area. I know they're 
in the upper Midwest area. Can you say that one more time so people can? The AYA fishing tournaments. Um, With FM Walleye. Yep. They have the old Google search engine. Should be able to pull that up for you. Yep. Uh, definitely give it a shot. It uh, gets kids involved in fishing. That's the whole goal is to get younger kids involved in fishing and and get them out in the outdoors. You know, get kids involved, get them out in the outdoors. This is the next generation coming up, you know, get them involved. And I don't think the, the local ones don't cost any money to, to join. To sign up for. It's all donated through the FM Walleye and a local boat dealership typically. Yeah. And I believe all local ones, I don't know if they still give away a boat motor and trailer, but I know that John, he also won that Little Pine tournament before we won that Little Pine tournament. And he also got a boat motor and trailer like we did. So That's John Olmstead again. We've been trying to get him on a podcast. He doesn't return my phone calls anymore. So, John, if you're listening, come on, man. Shoot me a text or something. Yeah. We, <laughs> Hope we your ACL is doing well. Yeah, how's the knee? Yeah, yeah. Beer, beer league, man. <laughs> <laughs> He said that he'd come on eventually. I just got to keep working at him. Well, maybe he'll listen to this and be like, you know what? I got to call Beto up and get on that podcast. That doesn't sound too bad. Maybe we can get him for uh, 50. Maybe. Hopefully. If there's a whole bunch of other people there. Except he's not, he's not allowed to bring his bush light. <laughs> <laughs> have to put that in I'm going to go buy one of those cases, and that's what I'm going to show up with. <laughs> <laughs> After saying what you said today. What, what did I say? Never mind. You Nothing. saying before we started recording? Yes. Yeah, let's, uh, we're good. Nothing disparaging. <laughs> well, now that ice fishing's, I'm pretty much done. Wixo, Wixo's done too, because he yeah, won't walk. I think I've actually been done for a while. What about you? You guys are done too? Yep. The, the lake that I'd like to get out on is probably a mess with slush. and That's what you were saying earlier. Yeah. I had a plan to go out with uh, my cousin, and then the snowstorm came, and he's like, yeah, probably not. I'm like, yeah, probably not. So we're kind of kind of done for the season now. So, uh, Flash, what do we got to do to get uh, Jake here to pick up a four-wheeler or something? Well, he does have access to one of our dad's four-wheelers. Well, this is the first time. I've, I've seen you in passing before, but this is yeah. the first time that I've actually gotten to sit down and talk with him. we got to bring this guy around more. All right. I think he'd fit in very well. He'd fit in up at yes. Akeley. Up at the... the the, the land, the land. Quit, the camp, quit your bitching. The camp, quit your bitching. That would be that would be fun. <laughs> Ryan's talked about it and he's talked it up a lot. And I've, I've seen the seen twice. the videos and it's it's a lot of fun. I just make gotta make sure I don't um, burn out and get myself a nickname, you know, like Rick Man, you know. So <laughs> Papa Josh was so mad after that. Oh, I felt so bad. I don't know. I, if I thought we he was have, gonna kill you. I don't know if we've ever talked about that, but but. Real quick here before we no you you mentioned it on the podcast before that's how that's how I know about it did I tell you the rake man's the whole story yep so just in case somebody's listening that hasn't heard I don't even remember what episode that would have been on it would have been last summer sometime yep but uh, Papa Josh does not like that's my dad and he does not like it when you spin your tires in camp or on the road outside of camp because then it makes the neighbors think like what are these delinquents doing over here? You know, they, they, they only come up here on the weekends, they trash the place, then they leave, and then we fix it, and they come back the next weekend. Yeah, they, they make a ruckus, and then, <laughs> then they leave, and they're not here all week, so. Yeah, so don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be Rake, man. So he, he left the driveway, spun out, and I told Flash, just like, Flash, you need to get on your four-wheeler, go chase him down, and tell him to never do that again. <laughs> and he like, felt well, really, really bad. He's like, why is your dad going to be mad? And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going to be pissed. And 
he gets back and he's like all smiling and whatnot and then he sees me and his face just goes straight and he points over at the rake and I, i'm like I, I'm, I remember seeing him his face was smiling and then it went mad and i'm like oh shit yeah and then i'm like he like points at it and i'm like yeah yeah i'm on it and i take it and i walk over to isaac and he's just shaking his head I'm like, what are you shaking your head for? He's like, no, you do it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. He's going to do it. He's the one that ripped out of here, and I told him not to do that. He fixed it, and all is good. Rake man's welcome back. Yep, we got a good laugh out of it. He's got his nickname, and he knows to never do that again. That one will stick, too. It definitely will stick. That one, yeah, we might get lucky, though, if somebody else pulls a stunt like that yeah well that's kind of the name that you get to like rake man jr rake man jr well, I was yeah, say, I you're not gonna get yeah. the rake man seniors that one's taken yeah <laughs> well, i don't think anybody if anybody listens or hears about that i don't think anybody will try to do the same thing as that i was adding it up the other day of how many because wixel's looking at getting a wheeler i was adding up like how many people we could have up there to go riding without even trying very hard and it's like 15 i think that's a good number like easily like yeah Yeah. that's a it's so much fun riding with that many people it's a lot of fun because you pull up on like a sand pit or a mud pit and you just stop and let everybody play in it yeah just go watch the youtube videos yep there's a couple up there actually a little pitch for there i have another one uh that's done you guys can watch it here when we're done here if you want but uh, that one's not posted yet but uh it will be i'm kind of waiting for some downtime here uh, spring turkey is starting up here two weeks. Better get some warm camel. Yeah. You Maybe better some uh, get snow. some whites here then. Yeah. yeah. It is. I want to say it is. I want to say it's... Uh, it's going to be tough tough walking through the snow on that one. No, it's a, it's a fantastic uh, first ever year to turkey hunt in three feet of snow. <laughs> well, maybe you'll get lucky and be able to kill something, though. Hopefully. Hopefully the snow might give you a little bit more sign of where they are because I, I i remember uh i did a youth day hunt yep, with my uh, neighbor and ryan was out there and so was dad and it had, these turkey hunting in the spring is different than the fall he says and they will respond to these owl calls and it's kind of cool to go out there and yeah we put hunt. the birds to bed like you guys talked about before and and when we get off here, I'll, uh, I got my turkey calls sitting over there. I'll do them and see if you guys think I sound like a turkey because I have no idea what the hell I'm supposed to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, uh, you guys got anything to, uh, to close out with? We'll start with Flash. Well, I'm going to say that uh, good luck summer fishing. Hopefully that everybody stays off the ice now that it's starting to get a little bit bad. You don't have to stay off the ice yet. Just be careful if you're out there. If it's bad, if it's not good... Stay off of it. Make the right call. It's not worth catching a couple more fish for the season. Um, and good luck to all the spring hunters coming up. Yeah, make sure you have your float suit on at least. <laughs> It'd be good to go. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Nope. I think that'll do it. Yeah, I just want to say uh, make it, take a kid out um, fishing, hunting, you know, get them out in the outdoors. You know, that's that's what we're here for. That's what we like. Other than that, have a great rest of your day. First ever, first time podcaster. First time podcaster. What'd you think? Pretty good. I've been, I've been on the radio before, so. Well, we're not live. I can I, edit you, but I'm not going to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did good. You'll have to come back on. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Anytime. 
All right, guys. Well, as always, uh, give us a like, a rate, a follow, a share, anything, everything. Everything is appreciated. Thanks for the support. Our merch is still up on Instagram. Uh, keep an eye out on the YouTube channel. And until next time, we'll get back to you. <laughs>